0: Shkolen perikvav Vav 6-5. And now we return to the topic which we wanted to talk about, which is Shlosha Sar Shofaros Hyba Mikdash. There were a total of 13 chests in which money was kept in the base of Mikdash. These 13 chests were kept in the Azara and in like a circle, circular M arrangement. The reason why they're called shofaros again is because they are shaped like a shofar in as much as they are wide on the bottom and narrow on top. This would prevent people who are being tricky um, from looking like, attempting to steal money by making it look like they're putting money in and really they're taking money out. Okay, so they couldn't get their hands in all the way. Now, each of these 13 shofaros have a different label on them. As the Mishnah says, V'chasuvalayan. On those 13 were written, now we're going to do, break it up into two groups, seven and then six. The first seven had the words written, Tiklin chadatin, new shekels, V'tiklin atikin, old shekels, kinin, Pairs of birds, the um fledgling birds for to be holy burnt offerings, eitzim wood, ulavona frankincense, and zahav the and gold for utensils. So that's seven again. Um, number one. Okay, well I don't do it again. Okay, and then there were sh- that the first seven, and then shisha there were another six linadava that were there for voluntary offerings. Now we're gonna. Break it out and explain each one in turn. So, before I do, those six Lenadava actually had something specific written on each of the six, and that was Moser Chatas was one of them, Moser Asham was another, Moser Kinizav and Zavos V'yodos was a third, Moser Kerbonos Nazir a fourth, Moser Asham Matsora the fifth, and generic Nadava the sixth. So, what's going on? Let me speak about these second ones first. Um, so when you have something like mozar Khatas or mozar Asham, what you mean is the extra money that was left over that you had set aside to purchase a korban, like a Chattas or an Asham, if there was change that had already been sanctified with the Kedushah's Damim of purchasing an offering. Like, for example, a person knows he needs to bring a chatas, so he sets aside money and says, these $100, you know, these $100 are the coins I'm going to use to purchase my Chattas, and then um, when he goes to the shop, the Best chattas he can find is just $95, so he has $5 change. Those $5 are coins. Those five coins, $5 of coins, what does he do with them? They have kadusha, so he has to give them to the base of Mikdash. And since he can't bring another chattas, he only can bring one um, for one crime. You can't just do a voluntary khatas, sin offering. So therefore, he will put it in this container, this shofar labeled Mosar chattas, leftover cash, excess cash. That has Khatas and with that they will um, purchase a, a voluntary offering on all of the kait mizbeach. These these olos that were brought when the altar was idle. Same goes with the mosar asham, that leftover money that was consecrated to be a guilt offering, and same goes with all the other um, the others. The idea being that although these all these coins. Are going to end up in the exact same destination, purchasing olos to be offered um, when the mizbeach is idle. But we want to keep people um, informed and mindful of the fact that if you have leftover cash from your purchase of your chatos, let's say, and it already had been, had been consecrated, so then you have to put it here. You can't just put it back in your pocket or put it some other use. So therefore, we have specific um, chests to remind people of that. The sixth one of the six that are marked in the Nadavah, just has a generic Le Ndavah for voluntary gifts, and that's what people want to give to the they can just put their money in there. Anytime that they committed to to some sort of money to go in the Mezbeach, like to, for, to buying a generic Korban, um, anything more specific than that, so that's not a bias, that's just money to Korbanos, and therefore it goes in the Nadava box. Okay, that's the latter six. But let's go back to the first seven. So what do we do with those? So first we have... So in Aramaic, the shin of Hebrew turns to a taf. So therefore, the taklin is the same as shkalin, and also the mem of Hebrew goes to a nun in the plural, like im and in. So therefore, taklin are really shkalim. Chadatin, again, the shin of chadash becoming the taf, chadatin. So you have... These are, these are the new shekels, meaning shekels that belong to this year, that people fail to bring on time, which you're supposed to do is give your shkalamin in Adar, and they find their way into that chamber, the lishka. But if people didn't do that for whatever reason, when they come to the base of English and they owe uh, Machs the shekel for this year, they'll put their shekel into this container, Tatlin Hanatin, the new shekels, which then will be emptied out on a regular basis, perhaps every night, um, into the chamber from which the three samples will be taken over the course of the year, as we explained before. So, that's, the Tatlin Charetin are Shebechol Shana they for this current year's contribution. In contrast, the second one, which is labeled Atikin, the, the taklun Atikin, the old shekels, Atik means old, like Ira atika, the old city of Jerusalem, for example. So, uh, those, those are the old shekels, meaning shekels that were, should have been paid for the machzah shekel, but it's too late, I meaning that's from last year's contribution, which you failed to give, or even if you're talking about this year's, but you're talking after the third sample was taken, the third shuma was taken from Lishka already, you can just go into Takan Atik, and it's all the same, because it's going go to go into what we discussed before, the leftover um, unused shekel, for purchase of various things we discussed in detail previously. Um, so that is, specifically says the Mishnah, Mi shakal eshtakad, if someone failed to, contributed to Shekel last year, Shokal L'shanah he has to at least make that financial contribution for this year, but of course those coins can't be used for this year's Shkallim, because it's last year's, on this year's won't do, everyone has to give exactly one half Shekel per year. The third um, we have is the you know, let me actually I see that the mission doesn't go back. to so the before we go to the third and fourth, um, five, six, and seven were atim for wood. If you contributed, if you if you um, committed to contribute to the wood for the pyre on the altar that you put in the atim container, the lavona that was for the frankincense. If you committed to bring frankincense, so you wanted frankincense, so you go in the lavona chest and zahav lechapores. That's referring to either lechaporot or kaporet, it's, it's, it's gold that would be used to um, for the utensils, like the, the cups and knives and so on, the utensils used in the base of Mikdash. That word, kaporet, um, is based on a, a couple of times that the word is used in Tanakh, like in Ezra, parakal of Mishnah Yod, Yod, I should say, which calls called Zahav, golden utensils, and that's what we're talking about. Okay, so if you want to contribute to the new utensils, you put it in that container. Now, um, the two that were labeled about the birds, so those we said were labeled, one was lab- labeled Keenan. Keenan means um, pairs of birds, or literally means nests, but pairs of birds. And or means um, holy, burnt, holy offered fledglings, little birds. Now, what are these? the difference between these two? Containers, what their uses? So, now, according to the Rabbi Yehuda, who's speaking first, we say one is v- Gosley ola. Excuse me, he says kinim, the one that's for kinim for the pairs f- for birds. That's hem torim. That's if you are going to give a tour. That's like a dove, a fully mature dove. And if it's the Gosley ola, the burned um, fledglings, they're called squabs, baby baby pigeons. Hen binayona, those are the 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 young. Immature pigeons. The idea being that the Torah only allows two types of birds to be brought as bird offerings: a tor and a benyona. Tor is a mature dove, and a benyona is an immature young pigeon. So those are options. And he says one for each. And vechulan olos says the Mishnah. David Rebbe Yehuda. Rebbe holds that whether you put your money into one or the other, the kinim or the uh, the uh, gozle ola they're going to end up as olos, meaning they're only going to be burned and there's no place for offering a bird chatas. Now, when it comes to birds, there are two flavors of, two types of korbanos. When it comes to bird offerings, you have olos and chataos. And that's it, just a and an ola. And most of the time when you bring birds, you're bringing them in a pair, like a zava or one is an ola and one is a chatas. Um, nevertheless, according to Behuda, there's no shofar for putting money in to have a chatas brought. The reason why is because he's afraid that someone could if we would have, let's say, a single container where you could put in two dollars and that would buy you one Olimon chattas bird. The problem is if a person would subsequently die prior to their bird being offered you can't bring a chatas for a dead person and since the money is mixed in now all the money becomes forbidden and therefore we're totally stuck because all the other people who contributed put their money and can't have their birds brought so Rabbi Yehuda says nothing doing we're using only voluntary burnt bird offerings and just have two kinds of birds or two kinds of containers but if you want to actually bring a pair of birds we do facilitate that you don't have to bring your own birds from home which is a challenging thing to do, but you have to either either bring the birds and give the birds the kohanim, or you can give them cash in hand, and someone over there will take care of it. You give money, and they'll give you the bird, they'll take care of the birds for you. We're not just putting money for a pair of uh, olen and together, a pair of birds, a cane, um, inside, a, inside a container, because we're afraid that someone could die, and then mess everything up. But the chacham say, no, that's exactly what it is. Chacham omrim, kinin, if you put your money in the kinin, that means a pair of birds, that's echad chatas v'echad exactly that. You, it's like a um, old-school vending machine of the first century. You put your money in the shofar and then they take they, they take responsibility that that day, they'll bring a pair of birds and Ola nechatos, on your behalf. And that way, if you are needing to bring a pair of birds, it can be done for you without you having to deal with the tricky business of birds which fly about and cause all sorts of mischief as we learn in Masechus Kinnim. Um, and at the Gozliya Ola, that is Kulon cool Ola. So if you want to do just a voluntary burnt offering, that will go in the gosle Ola um, container and that'll be burned as a, just an Ola offering. So according to the Chamin, they say it's true that there is a totally far-out outside chance that someone could die, but if that happens, what we could do is simply is um, measure out um, one portion of money, the amount that's for Chattas, throw that into the ocean, and then use all the rest for money and just discard one. And we'll say, um, through what's called Brera, retroactively, we'll say that money was for that person's, the, by the bird of the person who the bird of the person who uh, can't bring a chattas now rabbi Yehuda doesn't allow for brera he says brera just doesn't work on the rice level there's no such thing as brera and therefore he can't rely on that therefore he doesn't let the problem start by disallowing people putting money in for ketam in the first place for a pair of birds okay the roman says the halacha is like the that indeed there was one container which you could put your money in and get yourself a pair of birds